Yeah. Um, today I want to start with a story, a tale, you know. This is a tale, and it's a tale about the chicken and the witch doctor. So, when I was a child, my grandmother told me this story. And this story, it's, it's very interesting, and it's full of, you know, it's so emotional as well. So please, you know, just come with me. And you may probably need uh, some tissue to, you know, clean up some tears because it's going to get you teary at some point. But it, because it did get me teary when I heard that story. So I want to share it with you today. And then we'll see where the story takes us to. So, um, story, story, story. Once upon a time, there was a chicken and a cock that's the male chicken so they were in love they fell in love they loved each other so much and uh, they got married and everyone attended their wedding the pigeons the ostrich the dogs you know talk of any bird that was in town then even the most beautiful peacock attended their wedding because everyone knew about their love so after they got married you know like many couples will do today after marriage you want to start having babies and you know they tried the first day the second day and you know they start said to roll by they kept trying they kept praying they kept hoping but the chicken, the beautiful chicken, didn't just get pregnant. You know? After a while, maybe after a couple of months like that, I can't remember exactly. I was a child when my grandmother told me the story. But after some months of long waits, God finally answered their prayer and the chicken became pregnant. And guess what you know how chickens get pregnant and you know the chicken had seven eggs so the day the chicken saw that the day the chicken saw that she had seven eggs she laid them and you know she just started to sit on them so one day the cock came to check on the chicken and told the chicken, Hey, my darling, I've missed you for some time. Why don't you come out and let's, you know, just spend some time together. You've been here all these days. I know you're pregnant. I know you are taking care. You know, you need to sit on these babies, on these eggs, so they can become babies. You know, just that's, that's their own world and that's what they do there. And so, you know, the chicken said, okay, okay, darling, I will join you just for a few, you know, minutes so I can come back here quickly. And of course, Juliet followed Romeo. And then they started singing and dancing, singing and dancing. And while the chicken was bathing in the euphoria of her love, there was a witch doctor around that was minding his own business. The witch doctor was preparing 
all his sacrifices for his annual festival to his gods. And they appoint that the chicken, while she was flying around out of the so much joy and the fun that she was having with her darling husband, stepped on the calabash of the witch doctor where the witch doctor had already prepared the sacrifices that he needed to take to his gods to those non-living gods that he had and unfortunately the content of the calabash spilled oh my gosh and the chicken was started pleading oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to i didn't mean to but the witch doctor was furious he was angry he was wild and it turned red immediately and while the chicken was still scared of her life that oh what could this witch, witch doctor do you know and the cock too they were worried and trying to see what they could do to help Guess what the witch doctor did? He went straight to where the eggs were laid to crack those eggs. Ah! And the cock was like, no, 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 no. The chicken was like, no, don't go there, don't go there, don't go there. You can take me instead. And the witch doctor said, no, I won't take you instead. I will take your eggs instead. And there was nothing much that that chicken could do. He was just crying and pleading. So, just let me post that story here. Because when my grandmother was telling me the story, I was actually, so it was actually in the night. And then I slept off and I could not hear the end of that story on that day. So, I will also post there. Story... I'm guessing that you probably have heard it from your mother or your grandmother too. If you had a grandmother like mine that could tell stories all day and night. But I'm not just telling you this story for fun. And I'm not just telling you just about the chicken. Because... I want us to bring... You know, this story got me thinking... And then I actually learned some lessons from it, which I want to share today. And then I, cons- I, wanna, I want us to bring it home to ourselves. The chicken and the witch doctor. Today we are like the chickens. All humans are like the chickens. You and I. And when, you know, just like the, the witch doctor attack the children of the chicken or the eggs that were laid that were supposed to be the future of the chicken you know because after some days those eggs were meant to turn to little pretty chicks today what happens to us there are some of us or you know or many people in this life that are facing this kind of battles they are facing this kind of battles. Their parents have had them. Their parents have lived. Their parents have married. Their parents have burned them. 
their parents are living their lives and there is a witch doctor somewhere in the form of a demon not a physical witch doctor now but in the form of an ancestral power or an ancestral cause or in the form of generational curses or foundational bondages that are out there to get the children because they could not get the mother to get the son because they could not get the father because your parents were able to pass over some difficulties in life maybe because they prayed or maybe because they were just lucky but I want to believe they probably you know escaped it due to the mercy of God or anything it does not mean that the devil will just let him be the devil plans to come right after their chicken tell me ask me what's my evidence how do I know this let's take a ride to the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 30 if you read it from verse 1 to 20 there is a story there about David when he went to battle while he was living in Ziklag with 600 men 600 of his men with their families their wives and children so it happened that in before before chapter 30 david had gone to battle with these men and they had fought and they had destroyed all, all the the amalekites the gezrites and the Geshurites. that was in chapter 27 of first Samuel, uh, Samuel chapter 27 David had you know gone to these cities and he had taken them he had actually destroyed them he had actually killed them not sparing them but after that success for David while David and his men had continued on their journey of you know, taking cities, taking lands by the favor of God that was upon them while they were bathing in that euphoria and they continued to have victories. The Amalekites that they had destroyed didn't run after David and his men to go get vengeance. Remember, there will always be leftover. There will always be some of them that will escape. And some of the Amalekites that I believe they escaped that um, conquest of David they went straight to Ziklag where they knew David's family and the family and the families of his men were staying where they were and they knew that they were going to meet just the wives and the children the husbands were not there because their husbands were still on the battlefield conquering other lands they went there, they captured the wives, their sons, and their daughters, just as the witch doctor ran after the eggs of the mother chick. 
Why didn't they follow David and his men? Why didn't they run after them? Why did they go to the city of Ziklag to go after their families that they knew that could not defend themselves? First of all, I want you to know that your enemy is a coward. That ancestral power or that foundational problem, that demon of your father's house or of your mother's house is a coward. So if you are bold enough, definitely you will be able to defeat it. So they took their wives and their children captive. And by the time David returned to Ziklag, after a couple days, he saw that the cities had been burned with fire and, his, and their families had been taken. So the, the battle that could not defeat David went after David's families. The battle that could not defeat David's men, David's men went after their wives and children. There are some battles that our parents have fought. They escaped those battles. Maybe the, maybe the battle of childbirth, maybe of financial breakthrough, maybe of getting married. I don't know whatever the battle can be. I don't know which type the person that is listening to me might be facing. But if you think deeply, if you look back, it's possible that what is happening in your life right now didn't happen in your mother's life, or perhaps it did happen. Anyone. There could, it, could be an, it could be a family pattern. It could probably even have happened in the lives of those that were, were even ahead or before your own parents. Maybe your grandparents or your forefathers or mothers, whatever. But today I just want us to focus on that one that your parents escaped. Just by chance, it didn't happen to them. Because it didn't happen to them, does not mean that you should just sleep and maybe it won't affect you. And let's say... Maybe you are the person that is listening to me right now. You are a parent. And you know in your heart that your own parents probably had a dysfunction. You knew it immediately. You prayed over it while you were growing. And God helped you. You escaped that dysfunction. It didn't happen. It didn't run in your life. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's a disease whatever you saw it you cited that on that evil pattern in your family and you prayed or you you just made sure that no i will not be a drug addict or i will not be an alcoholic okay or i will not walk in this pattern that my father walked whatever it is you escaped it because you put a lot of work into that battle to defeat it I want you to watch out for the witch doctor. 
I want you to watch out for the Amalekites that will want to run after your own children. I want you to watch out. Because you have escaped does not mean that your children have escaped it. If you are a parent and if you don't have children right now, maybe you are the child that the Amalekites are already after. Then you need to pray. Then you need to do your own battle. And while you do it, you also have to do it on behalf of your children that you're going to have. So, the battle that your parents escaped, you have a responsibility to declare that those battles will not be repeated in your own life. And if you are the parent that is listening to me, the battle that you escaped, the evil that you escaped, you need to pray that it won't come after your children. Pray for their own escape as well. If you read that chapter 30 of 1 Samuel to the 20th chapter, you will see what happened after David and his men came back to Ziklag and they saw that their families had been taken away captive. And you know, while I was reading it, I, I, I was shocked that the Amalekites did not kill their wives and children. They were just there to disgrace David. So that battle is likely not interested in killing you. It just wants to mess you up. It just wants to embarrass you, disgrace you. So, they took away their families. They didn't kill any of them. And that is the devil. That is the mistake that the devil has made concerning your life. You still being alive means that you are strong enough to recover and to repossess and to break that evil yoke from your life. So, David cried, they wailed, and then, trust me, he prayed to God, and God told him to go ahead and recover everything. Take time to read that story. That's all you need to do. If you are already struggling with those things right now with one battle all you need to do is to ask God to give you the same power he gave David and that same faith and that same courage you might have been crying all those years I don't know how long you've been fighting this battle but I want to say that that should come to an end now. What you need now is to get up in prayer and take back your, your, your place and your victory. That's all you need to do. I want to encourage 
parents to pray for their children too. Maybe you've already had your children or maybe they are still very young that they don't even understand what I'm saying. You owe them that responsibility and you owe yourself too to go fight for them. Whatever evil cycle you have been able to break in your own life, you need to break it in your children, on your children's children, and generations after you, you need to break that evil cycle. If not, it's coming back, believe me. If you don't do the work, somebody will have to do it later on. The curse that was placed on Cain after he killed Abel, many generations suffered that curse until Noah was given birth to and the father of Noah connected with God through the birth of Noah to break that curse and that was when their men began to know peace again and prosperity before then all the other men after Cain were laboring so hard toiling so hard to survive because that was the curse that God placed on the, the men that lived after Cain so I want us to open our spiritual eyes and just stop living like there is no battle somewhere it doesn't have to be your neighbor or someone I'm just this is spiritual warfare and this this warfare started since the garden of Eden God had placed that curse that the devil is gonna hate men he said there was enmity between your seed and the serpent's seed so the devil can never like you as a human being as a man he doesn't have business with the cows with the goats with lion but with the mankind the devil is there but praise god that jesus has paid the price for that victory so the devil is a coward just like i said earlier he's a coward he will only try all this abacadabra but if you know your place in god you have the victory so my friends I want to start living in your victory so the story about the chicken and the witch doctor that I told you I don't know how it ended for the chicken but thank God you are not a chicken we are not chickens we are humans devil is after your children your own parents escaped it the devil is after you because he could not get your parent is after you because he could not get you is after your own child that was exactly what the Amalekites did they could not get David they went after his family but David got his family's back none of them and none of the things they stole from them lasted with the Amalekites. David recovered everything. 
get up today and recover. You can change that story for yourself and for the children after you. So, I'll leave you there to think about this and to pray that the battle that could not get your parents would not get you. Or the battle that could not get you would not get your children. You need to pray it until you are sure of victory. And I know you will have it. Let me pray with you. Let's pray together. It's a very short prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word that you have released into our spirits today, O Lord. Thank you for the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. Father Lord, we receive strength to pursue and overtake and to recover all that the enemy has stolen away from us today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that the battle that could not defeat us will not get our children in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we break the destinies of our children from the satanic yokes in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we break ourselves also from those satanic yokes and those satanic battles that actually struck our own parents. We break ourselves from it in the name of Jesus. Lord, by the blood of Jesus, we break the yoke of family evil patterns from occurring in our lives or reoccurring in the lives of our children in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I decree and I declare that those yokes are broken by the anointing of Jesus upon our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. For it is written that the yoke shall be broken by the raising of the anointing. It is written that the yoke shall be taken away from off our shoulder. By the blood of Jesus, every satanic yoke of evil family patterns of ancestral curses, we break them today by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for we pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, friends. I hope you've been blessed. I'll see you again next time. God bless you.